the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. God created and instituted marriage in the garden before the fall of mankind, before sin entered into the world. And marriage is the building block of the family, and the family is the building block of a society. And so marriage is extremely important to a nation or to a society. As marriage goes, so goes the nation. Have you seen the positive impact of a vibrant, healthy marriage or family unit in your life? Pretty cool that God is the one who designed marriage. Today, Pastor Dan will teach on the history of marriage, why God instituted it, and why we must work to preserve it. Like all things, God knew what he was doing when he created woman for man. This design is to be the foundation for how society flourishes. How can you be an advocate in your life for the restoration of marriage and family? Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Exodus chapter 20 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Let me begin by reading through the Ten Commandments for us, if you'd like to follow along in your Bible, beginning in verse 2. I am the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them nor serve them, for I am the Lord your God, and I am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it you shall do no work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, And he rested the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. 
You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, nor his male servant, nor his female servant, nor his ox, nor his donkey, nor anything that is your neighbor's. And so there we have the Ten Commandments. And we've made our way uh, to verse 14, the seventh commandment. In verse 14, you shall not commit adultery. Now, in 1631, in England, a publisher was commissioned by the King of England to publish copies of the King James Bible. And the publisher or the printer uh, left out one important word in verse 14. He omitted the word not. So the verse read, you shall commit adultery. Yes. And that Bible was in circulation for about a year before the typo was brought to the attention of the king. Uh, and they considered executing the publisher. Uh, the court of England ruled that the publisher was no longer allowed to work in the printing business ever again. And he was required to pay a large fine for his mistake. And the printer's reputation was ruined because of that typo. He was never able to find steady work again. And he ended up in prison where he died in 1645. And that edition of the Bible has become known as the Wicked Bible. And there's only about 10 copies that are known to still exist today. There's one copy in the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C. If you go to the Museum of the Bible, it's on display there. But that one three-letter word is a very important word. It makes a big difference in the meaning of the commandment. You shall not commit adultery. Now, the purpose of this seventh commandment is to protect marriage. To protect marriage. God created the institution of marriage. Marriage is one of God's greatest gifts to mankind. The Bible says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So marriage is a gift God has given to mankind. Marriage is God's idea. He came up with the idea of marriage And sex is one of God's gifts to mankind. God is the one who came up with the idea of sex. And he intends for sex to be enjoyed according to his design within a marriage. And so both marriage and sex are God's ideas. Marriage is the oldest institution in the world. It is the only institution that comes to us from the Garden of Eden. Think about that. God created and instituted marriage in the Garden before the fall of mankind, before sin entered into the world. And marriage is the building block of the family, and the family is the building block of a society. And so marriage is extremely important to a nation or to a society. As marriage goes, so goes the nation. Now turn with me back to Genesis chapter 2 
And we will look at the origin of marriage together here in Genesis chapter 2 in the creation account. Genesis chapter 2. Now God has had his six days of creation up to this point. And then in verse 18, Genesis chapter 2 verse 18. And the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Now, up to this point in the creation account, each day after God created, he would say it is good. And now for the first time, God declares something is not good. It's not good for man to be alone. So God decides he's going to create a helper that is comparable to man. Verse 19 Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air, and he brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. And so Adam gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper comparable to him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And as he slept, God took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. And then the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. And so here you have the creation of Eve. And imagine for Adam, he lays down to take a nap and he wakes up and he's married and he's got a wife. How long was I asleep? You know, where did you come from? I have never seen you before. But Adam could say, you're the most beautiful woman on the face of the earth. (laughs) Now look at the very next verse in verse 24. Therefore, A man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. And Adam and Eve were both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed before each other in their nakedness. And so God creates the institution of marriage immediately after he creates Eve for Adam. And so At the creation of Adam and Eve, you have the introduction of the institution of marriage. Now, over in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 19, if you'd like to turn there, Matthew 19. Matthew 19. Here in Matthew chapter 19, Jesus explains the institution of marriage using the passage from Genesis chapter 2 that we just read. In Matthew chapter 19. 19 verse 4, Jesus answered and said to them, the Pharisees who came and asked him a question about divorce. And verse 4, Jesus answered and said to them, have you not read that he who made them at the beginning made them male and female? Now you can stop right there. You can give me your attention Jesus affirms for us that man has two genders, either male or female. 
And I point that out because we live in a culture that has rejected God and has rejected God's word and has rejected God's authority. And because God says there are two genders, male and female, the culture says, no, there's more than two genders. That's why this is happening in our culture. It's an affront to God. Because God says there's two genders. The culture that has rejected God is saying, no, there's not two genders. There's more than two genders. And we'll ignore biology and we'll ignore reality. Because the culture has rejected God. And the culture has rejected his word. And so God created man. He created man, male or female. God created marriage. He quotes in verse five, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. Look what Jesus says in verse six. So then they are no longer two people, but they're one. They're one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no man separate. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now. Search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. God created marriage and marriage is between a male and a female. Let me clarify, a biological male and a biological female. I got to keep adding to this definition as the years go by. And it's a male and a female who enter into a covenant together in marriage as husband and wife. And they become one. Again, we live in a culture that has rejected God and rejected God's word and God's authority. And so the culture has done what? God defines marriage as male and female, a man and a woman joining together as husband and wife. So the culture says no. And the culture has redefined marriage. And said, no, that's no longer the definition of marriage. That's God's definition. And so the culture rejects God's definition of marriage and the culture has created its own definition of marriage. That's what is happening in our culture right now. You are living in a culture that has turned its back on God. And rejects his ways. Jesus said the man and his wife shall cleave to one another and the two shall become one flesh. One flesh spiritually, one flesh emotionally, and one flesh physically. One flesh is the most often used phrase in the Bible to describe marriage. Two coming together as one flesh, spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Two men cannot become one flesh. Two women cannot become one flesh. Only a man and a woman can become one flesh together. 
And so marriage is between a man and a woman. They become one flesh as husband and wife. Now, going back to Exodus chapter 20, verse 14, the seventh commandment now is given to protect and preserve the institution of marriage. Just as the sixth commandment that we looked at is about protecting and preserving life, the seventh commandment is about protecting and preserving marriage. And nothing will destroy a marriage and a family like adultery. And so God prohibits adultery. Now, what is adultery? Adultery is any kind of sexual relationship between a married person and someone they are not married to. Or someone that is not their spouse. Sexual intimacy, as God intended, should be enjoyed only in a marriage relationship. Between husband and wife and not outside of the marriage relationship. Adultery is a crime against marriage. It's a crime against the institution of marriage that God created. In the New Testament, Jesus said adultery is the only grounds for divorce. When there's been adultery in the marriage. Now, that's not saying you have to get divorced if there's been adultery, but you can get divorced if there's been adultery. But God, at the same time, he, he understands that adultery can break the trust in a marriage to the point that it cannot be repaired, that it cannot be put back together again. So in the case of adultery, divorce is permissible. It's not required, but it is permissible because God knows sometimes adultery breaks things in that marriage that can just not be put back together. Now turn with me over to Hebrews chapter 13. Hebrews 13, beginning in verse 4, look what it says. Marriage is honorable among all, and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. It says marriage is honorable among all. Marriage should be held in high honor among all because God created it. And so God has sanctified it. God has Uh, made marriage sacred, and so it should be esteemed by all people. And the marriage bed should be undefiled, it says, or, or, or kept pure. And then the writer of Hebrews says, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Now, we know what adulterers are. We've been talking about that. But I want to point out that word fornicators there, uh, that word fornicators, it may be translated the sexually immoral in your Bible. So the sexually immoral and the adulterers, God will judge the fornicators. That word fornicator or fornication or sexual immorality, please hear me. It is a very, very broad term that refers to any kind of sexual activity outside of the marriage relationship. Any kind of sexual activity outside of of the marriage relationship between a husband and wife. It includes any and all sexual activity before marriage when you're single. The Greek word is the word pornos, from which we get the word pornography. 
Sexual immorality includes looking at pornography. And look what it says. Fornicators and adulterers, God will judge. Look at the verse again. The verse is talking about honoring your marriage and keeping the marriage bed undefiled or pure. And the word adulterers is referring to people that are married, keeping their marriage bed pure. But the word fornicators is speaking to single people. Speaking to single people. So even when you're single, before you're married, you honor your marriage. And some of the single people might be thinking, my marriage? I'm not even dating anyone right now. What are you talking about my marriage? I'm not thinking about marriage. Most single people don't think about honoring their marriage. Honoring your marriage and keeping your marriage bed pure and undefiled through your sexual purity while you're single. Sexual immorality before you're married. Again, that's any kind of sexual activity. When you're single, it dishonors your marriage and it defiles your marriage bed. But I'm single. What are you talking about? I don't have a marriage bed. Yes, you do. If God's plan for you is to have a wife or a husband someday, to be married... Listen, single people, please give me your attention. And teenagers that are here that you're not thinking about marriage at all at this point. The choices you're making about your sexual activity when you're single, including looking at pornography. Will affect your intimacy with your spouse when you're married. The choices you're making now as a single person when it comes to your sexual activity will affect your marriage once you're married. When it comes to pornography, studies show that right now, young men, I'm talking teenagers, late teens, early 20s, uh, many of them are viewing so much pornography that they are burning out their body before they get to marriage. And once they get into marriage, they are unable To be intimate with their wife. They're physically unable. Because they've already burned out their body on pornography. Right now, the fastest growing market for Viagra. Is men under 50. Not old guys. It's young men. Who have just fried their body. Looking at stuff online. The choices you're making now. As a single person can defile your marriage bed. Later. When you're married. Now turn with me over to 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. No one's telling you that. No one's telling you that. They're telling you that you can be single and you can do whatever you want to do or you can look at whatever you want and, no, and there's, no, there's no effect with that. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. 1 Corinthians chapter 6. Look at verse 18. Flee sexual immorality. 
flee sexual immorality. Look what it says. Every sin that a man does is outside the body, but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest crystal. You just heard a verse-by-verse teaching from Pastor Dan Sexton here at Ring of Truth. To find out more about our church and pastor, go to calvaryec.com. You'll find oodles of information about our mission and vision, along with what we believe and much more. Come check us out. While you're there, do you have something weighing heavy on your heart that we can pray for? We'd love to intercede in prayer on your behalf. Please locate the Prayer tab at the top of our homepage, calvaryec.com, and send in your prayer request through the form you find there. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook or watch Pastor Dan's messages live. But you know what's better than online? In person, of course. You get a more personal, tangible way of being connected with others who love Jesus. Visit us at either our 8.30 and or 10.30 a.m. Sunday services. If those times don't work for you, we also have a 12.30 p.m. service and a Thursday gathering at 7 p.m. We're also just a phone call away. If you're not in Maryland, call us at 410-491-4592 for a chat. We'd love to hear what's going on in your life. Again, that's 410-491-4592. Would you consider supporting this ministry financially? If so, visit calvaryec.com to learn how. We hope that today's teaching has been encouraging to your faith. Until next time, this has been Ring of Truth. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.